Hey, this is Chris. Hope you're doing well and welcome to Popcorn Finance, the show where we discuss finance and about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. The pandemic has impacted our economy in ways that no one really could have expected. And small business owners have been hit extremely hard by all of this. They've had to adapt and survive in a constantly changing environment. Just a little side note. That's why it's so important to support local businesses. So make sure you're going out shopping, check out the local businesses first. I just have to throw that in there. Uh, but I felt what better way to understand what businesses are going through than to talk to a small business owner. So today I'm joined by Duran to discuss how she manages her finances and the changes she's made to survive. So Duran, how are you doing today? Good. Thank you for having me. So excited to have you here and to give people a little more background on you. You're a fellow Californian, just like myself. You're just on the top part. I'm down there at the bottom of the state. Uh, you're an esthetician. Yes. And you're the owner of Hote Beauty Guide by Duran. And just to let everyone know, what do you do there? What do you what do you sell here at Hote Beauty Guide? Well, now, <laughs> since <laughs> 2020 started, now it is a full lifetime boutique. And we have a little bit of everything from home to baby to skincare, anything you'd need in your life. When the shutdown began here in California, so I think we're probably one of the more restrictive states. We've we've had these shutdowns on and off for you know months, probably since mid March, roughly. March eighteenth. March. You remember the, you have the date memorized. <laughs> I know it's, the date. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Life changing. Yeah, it really was. And for you, you were doing facials because you're you're an esthetician, and it became essentially illegal to have people in your spa to do what it is that you do to make a living. And so you just completely transformed your spa into a boutique store to help support your family. What was that transition like? How did that how did that go from doing one thing to just switching gears and doing something completely different? It was scary and intimidating because I don't have a background in retail. And it just kind of started with uh, my clients needing access to hand sanitizer and masks and gloves, which I had because I used those things in the spa. And so I was at first just giving it to them and then they insisted on paying for it. So I was just selling it to them for cost. And then I put a display up in my front window and I'm right downtown. I know you've been to Monterey, but I'm right on Alvarado Street and Pearl, like right, right in the hub of where everybody walks right by all the hotels. So a lot of people saw that window display. And just kind of hunted me down and asked, hey, can <laughs> I buy those masks? What was that transition like? Like, How did you go from, OK, you know, you, you put some things up in the window as a display. But then what was that transition from doing that to actually completely converting your business to something that you weren't even doing before? So it wasn't as easy as just putting things up in a display because at that time I just had masks and a very limited supply of hand sanitizer and gloves. <laughs> um, so once I kind of gave that all away, I knew I couldn't keep up with demand for masks. I also didn't have the finances to really buy a lot of inventory for, you know, to stock a full store. So it was literally one thing at a time. I brought in some hand soaps and once those sold and I paid them off, I could get a little more. And it was like, it was very small baby steps. I don't want people to think that I went from nothing to, you know, giant retailer overnight. That's not the case. <laughs> um, it was definitely very controlled, small baby steps. I could definitely picture it. So you just bring in small amounts of inventory, seeing how it did. And then just if it sold well, would you just buy more and keep going with it? Yeah, but that wasn't as easy either because suppliers were having issues with their supply chain. So I got this mm. amazing hand soap that sold great. And I still can't get them in stock because they can't get their bottles to put their product in. Wow. So it's been a huge disruption. It, it was not easy, 
But it also was, you know, I'm very happy now with where my career is at. You know, in March, I cried for weeks straight. And now I see potential now and where I can grow this business over the next five years. And I'm very hopeful. Wow. I mean, I can imagine this this huge shift in your business just kind of changed everything about the way you operate. And I know for most of us people who aren't running small businesses, we really don't have any idea how a small business operates, the way you structure your finances. For you, including this big transition you had to make to keep things going, what is your process for just keeping your finances in order? Like, How, how do you manage your day-to-day finances for the business? Well, I would say that prior to 2020, things were different. Cash flow was easier. I never needed access to funds outside of what I made as a micro business, like smaller than small. I feel like getting access to those things are much more difficult because I'm just a one person shop. So since I started as the boutique, obviously there's different overhead as a boutique than there is as a spa. And I had to completely learn that finance curve. I I didn't understand cost of goods. I didn't have a lot of those things as a spa before this. I use Square as my merchant. What do you call it? Like processor. (laughs) I used that before. I've been with them since like they were invented by pure accident. So when I I did turn into online sales at first and then a in-person boutique, I just kind of looked to them to help guide me through that. Like what type of products or software do they have to run a boutique? And now I don't need, you know, the appointment software because I don't take appointments. I need point of sale software and do the majority of my bookkeeping and my front end sales tracking and my analytics tracking through that. And then I use, you know, finance software for taxes and stuff. So was it difficult to kind of wrap your mind around how to manage your business finances? I mean, imagine it's much different than like managing your personal checking account. Yeah. So before this, I ran it like it was a personal checking account because most people still paid cash. Most people came in for lashes and facials paid for that. And there was no real cost of good behind that for me. I have to try to figure out if I'm breaking even or not. I just knew if I had people in my chair, I was doing good. But as a boutique, it's definitely different because I'm trying to figure out, okay, is this item selling enough that I should reorder it? Or was this not a good seller? That's been a real learning curve for me. Since today we're talking about small businesses and the things that they're dealing with, I thought it was only appropriate that today's bag of popcorn is brought to you all by SquareCard, a business debit card that puts you in control of your money. And whether you're a small business owner or you're just earning some extra cash making deliveries, tutoring, or selling items online, it's so important that you separate your personal finances from your business finances. And SquareCard makes this easy because it's free and it's easy to order. It just takes a couple of minutes to sign up and I receive mine in just a few days. And for those of you who have looked into business accounts, you know just how big of a deal this is. And if you're tired of high fees, SquareCard charges no annual fee, no minimum balance fees, and no overdraft fees. And Duran actually mentioned that she uses SquareCard while we were talking. So I asked her, what made you make the switch over to SquareCard? I got rid of my bank account like last year because I was tired of paying fees. So I just used SquareCard. So that was really 
beneficial for me because I did have that instant access. As soon as someone makes a purchase, it's on the card and I could then go pay a bill like right then. And that actually brings me to my next favorite feature. When you use Square's point of sale system, you get your money right away and can spend it immediately for the things your business needs. So to sign up and get your custom made Square card for free, head over to popcornfinance.com slash Square card. Again, that's popcornfinance.com slash Square card. Having to make this huge pivot and just completely change up the way you're, you're running your business. I'm sure it was, there was there was so many stresses. I mean, there's a pandemic going on, plus the stress of keeping this business going. What has this taught you about just running a business and managing your money in general? I think for me, I learned early on in the pandemic that having instant access to my funds was really important. You know, my sales went from making steady income to making very, very sporadic income. And so that sporadic income I needed instantly to be able to pay for more inventory, dinner for my daughter, you know, like very important things, uh, my yeah. rent, my water bill, stuff like that. I needed access to that quicker. Something I always think about and I hear from a lot of people is that it's sometimes so intimidating or difficult to manage our money because we don't learn any of this stuff in school. Like there's no training ground, no get your life together one on one class you can take before you become an adult and have to manage all this stuff. And I think running a business is just another layer on top of that. For you, how was it just learning how to operate and manage these things? And what resources did you use? Like if I'm someone who was like, I'm, I'm starting a business now or I've been running one for a while, but I need I'm trying to figure out what I should be doing. What resources did you use to educate yourself and get up to speed with what you need to do? I really got into as many as like Facebook, small business groups as possible, any type of small business group. So locally, there's one and I joined that and I, I learned a lot through those um, women that were in there. Google is going to be your best friend. Just every mm. article I could find on how people opened a boutique, I used every group that I could find where I like I was in one earlier before I got on a call with you and I was just asking like, what books did you read to, to figure this out? And people are very willing to give that information. Um, so I wrote them all down and and went to go get them in my Audible. Like so, I think that was helpful. There's a couple boutiques across the street from me that sell totally different products than me, and I just went over and introduced myself to them and asked them how they're doing and how they're staying afloat. And that's been really helpful to me too, knowing what other people in my community are doing. I, I love that. That is great advice. I think sometimes when we don't know something, it kind of be scary to want to reach out to other people to ask them like, "How are you doing things?" But that's that's like some of the best places to go because you're dealing with people who are going through the same thing you're going through and can provide like real on the front trenches. This is what we're dealing with. And this is how we're, uh, we're, how we're handling the situation. And after going through all this whole transition, dealing with the pandemic, learning how to convert your business to something completely different than what you were doing before. What is, what is one piece of advice that you would give to someone like right now, who's trying to manage their finances and get things in order and just kind of survive through a very difficult time? I think for me, knowing where my money was coming and going is so important when things are so tight and uncertain. So I think learning how to keep a checkbook is, I know <laughs> people don't really use checks, but I think learning <laughs> that skill, which is not something I ever learned before, is been very eye-opening to me. Seeing that where I'm wasting money and could cut back or seeing where 
things are making me money that I'm not realizing. I think that skill is really important. I often give that same advice because it sounds so simple. But a lot of us, we're not doing that. And that's why things get out of control. We're not looking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So in my brain, like, you know how some people run out of gas a lot because they don't bother to look at that little gauge. Um, <laughs> and I think I definitely wasn't doing that in my business, keeping track of that. And so now I'm, I like do it every single day now. And it's been really helpful to me. Thank you so much for taking some time out of your day. I know you're actually working today. You're, you're taking a break just to talk with me. So I appreciate the time. And so if anyone wants to kind of check out what you're doing and learn more about Hope Beauty Guide by Duran, could you please tell us more about it? Where can they find you? Where are you located? That way, at least we can hopefully, if there's someone listening who's in your area, they can come check you out. Or if you're anywhere, check out the site and, and order something. Yeah. So the website's Hope Beauty Guide by Duran, H-A-U-T-E. And I'm on Instagram now. That was intimidating. And the handle's <laughs> just Hope Beauty Guide. And then I'm right on the corner of Alvarado and Pearl. So if you know Monterey, you know exactly where that is. It's like the main hub. I'll put all that in the show notes too. So that way people weren't writing this down or they're driving, they can go check out those notes and they can come check out what you're doing. Awesome. Yeah. And if anybody else has questions about how I changed from an esthetician to a boutique, feel free to DM me or whatever. And I'm like total open book. Well, I really appreciate it, Duran. Thank you for so much for the time. And, and and sharing a little bit about your story and we're all dealing with a lot right now and it's always great to hear a story of someone who uh, was able to take a difficult situation and, and turn it around awesome thank you for having me your boy keep it popping like mary poppins